and dear future, I'm ready to open up. Today, the world is transforming at a fast pace. The transformation encompasses technology, sustainability, social systems, culture, healthcare, economics, education, the list goes on and on. This transformation is broad and deep, and it's disrupting our digital society more profoundly than ever before. Positively, for a big part, but concerns are growing about its effects on jobs, inequality, education, health, well-being, economic prosperity, and security and safety. In this podcast, we explore more responsible ways to use the global transformation for the benefit of society. As a listener, you'll hear from 21 transformational leaders about how we might address the challenges of the 21st century. This is Dear Future, I'm Ready, a podcast brought to you from Amsterdam by Digital Society School. In this series of podcasts, we are talking to 21 transformational leaders, people who are ahead of the curve and to whom we can ask what the view's like from their perspective, to inspire us in our own transformational journeys. Roland van der Vorst is head of innovation Rabobank, wholesale rural. He's a former entrepreneur and professor at Delft University of Technology. He's a seasoned innovation executive working at the crossroads of strategic thinking and creative thinking. Before joining Rabobank, he has advised clients in various industries and disruptive businesses, strategies, positioning and innovation. He has managed professional organizations and put his strategies into practice by being an entrepreneur in both Europe and Singapore. From 2015 onwards, he's mentioned as one of the 200 most influential people in the Netherlands. Even more of an honor to welcome you to this podcast, Roland. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks. So today we hope to talk to you uh, about transition, looking at things differently, and the role and responsibilities of corporates and academia in these transformational times, and of course, about design. So welcome to our podcast, Roland. It's such a pleasure. Um, I want to start with a very big question. Mm. Um, we always like to start big. So could you uh, please share with us how you see things in these very uncertain times and mostly from your own perspective? And I know you write a lot of columns, so mm. your vision is mm. already there. It bleeds through the columns. Mm. But for our audience, um, how would you say your vision is? You, you mean how I look at the current times? Right. Oh, that's a that's a very big that's a very big question. Uh, of course, it's a it's you know it's not su not surprisingly uh, an extremely uncertain uh, time and insecure time. Uh, but I'm mostly interested not so much in what's happening in the world. Of course, that is uh, hugely interesting as well. But uh, mm -hmm. I think to me, it's more important to look at how it affects you and how you deal with that. Right. And there I see a uh, far more disturbing uh, part and that has to do with fear. So yes, there are uh, uh, terrible things happening, but at the same time, if you see how we look, uh, how we deal with it, is that there's a huge uh, amount of fear and there's a huge amount of um, uh, risk averse uh, attitude. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is to me more alarming than the than the developments themselves, maybe. So it, it it's kind of paralyzing us in that sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 as an individual, I mean, um, you're head of innovation, mm -hmm. which is a force for 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 the benefit of things. Um, it doesn't paralyze you. So what's the difference there? You think then? Well, I I think 
I think it's crucial in these times if you want to uh, uh, be happy and effective is that you that you train yourself to have an open mind at all mm -hmm. times, which is very difficult because uh, technology forces you to really uh, um, fixate on things, uh, fixation, that uh, yeah. uh, fear is narrowing your mind. So there are a lot of uh, developments that actually narrow your mind. And to me, uh, keeping an open mind at all times uh, is, I think, an obligation we have ourselves. So that's how I deal with things. I was just telling you that it's happy to be here and I really like the vibe uh, around here. Mm. Uh, so I, one of the things for me to uh, keep an open mind is to put myself in places uh, of surprise and, uh, and different contexts uh, all the time. Right. Yeah. Kind of a serendipity uh, that you seek for. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. You could you could say that. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Be be open be open to the uh, the accidental. Yeah. So um, this podcast, for a big part, is about transformation. Mm. Um, and in order to steer the transformation towards a truly sustainable society, um, it's kind of like what you were just mentioning. Huh? We need to change our mindset mm. and we need to change uh, our, how we organize ourselves and, and perhaps also train ourselves differently. Um, so in one of your latest columns, you talked about the need of a new story, a new mindset that uh, are needed for all great transitions. Mm. I think it was two weeks ago. Mm. So could you explain why, why you think so and how we can practically achieve uh, such new stories when sometimes, um, yeah, reality is very much in our way in that sense. Eh? So it's paralyzing us even. Yeah, so the need for a new story, I think every, everybody sees that. Uh, that has become more difficult because... Uh, the way we deal with technology, uh, you could say there's a sort of a narrative collapse. Mm -hmm. It's uh, the way stories come to us via digital devices is more fragmented. It doesn't have a beginning and an end. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a stream of content instead of a story with a beginning and an end. Yeah. So we actually are uh, uh, far less used to dive into those stories and to create those stories, uh, which is very counterintuitive because we need those stories uh, mm -hmm. to, to have hope and to, to, yeah. to guide uh, our behavior and uh, also our sentiment. So there's on the one hand, you see it's very far, it has become far difficult to, uh, so, and at the same time we need it. Uh, we, we need stories. So yes, I, I definitely think we need it. And the question is, what is the big story? Everybody's talking about what is the big story, mm -hmm. so where are we heading? Yeah. Uh, and I think on a fundamental level, uh, we are seeing a sort of transition in mindset. Transition, as you said, always begins in the mind. You know, that's, that's always where it starts. So transition is not something out there, it's something in here. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the biggest transitions in mindset is, if you comp compare it to uh, Copernicus 500 years ago, he discovered and taught us that the earth is not the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. And I think now we become to understand that we, that you as an individual uh, are not the center of the universe, which is, which is something that has been taught us, especially in the West for the last couple of uh, uh, 300 Decades, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, 200 years actually, yeah. 300 years. So I think this is a real big mind shift uh, where you say, okay, I'm not the center of the universe. Uh, and it, it, it all starts there. I think if you're not experience or you're not able to experience that shift, mm -hmm. uh, it's very hard to change your behavior. 
And do you think technology in that sense is also in the way? Because if I see my 13-year-old daughter, I mean, technology actually drives her to believe uh, to be that she's the center because everything comes into your phone. It's it literally the center of things. Yeah, so. yeah. My new book uh, will be out next year, and it's Please. all about <laughs> it's all about how digitization uh, influences the way we think. Mm -hmm. And on the one hand, you could say that the digitization teaches us, um, uh, let's say, confronts us some, with a, some sort of open world, you know, with no end mm -hmm. because there's no end to a story. There's always something you can. Uh, tap into there's always a new suggestion there's always a new goal to be achieved so there's this it's a, it's a regime of succession instead right. of a regime of ending and, and and you could say that that on the one hand that's great because the it makes your world more open you know there there is no boundaries it's yeah. open and that is how to, uh, technology is sold to us uh, as an yeah. open but uh, actually it's 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 quite the opposite because this open at the same time technology is a regime of fixation, so it fixes our thinking uh, in an extremely uh, way. Uh, uh, so uh, it, it it forces you to look at the next step. Mm -hmm. uh, it forces you to look at the next sensation. It forces you at the, uh, to to be to say something about yourself and fix yourself as an image uh, in social media, for instance. So. In the end, it's a, it, it is a regime of fixation instead of a regime of openness. And the big question, I think, to people is, how can we transcend that fixation? So yeah. how, can we, how can we escape that regime of fixations? And I think that means, uh, yeah, that means training. Yeah. And in, 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 I think in the same column, you actually talk about stories that uh, you shouldn't focus on the end, yeah. but that uh, it should change and shift to to more focus on the beginning yeah. and, and, and the repetition and experiment and yeah. the, the start of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, in technology now, you, you just mentioned also that it actually is repetitive in its essence. Uh, so there's always only the beginning. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good. How thing do we deal thing. with that? Yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah, to say so, uh, maybe to explain. Uh, uh, if you look at there's, if you look at the tech entrepreneurs, for instance, like Elon Musk and all mm -hmm. the other tech, uh, Tim Cook and all those people, these are uh, far and foremost tinkerers. Uh, so they're not they're they're, and I think it was Elon Musk who said when he was asked what is the secret of your success which is of course a ridiculous question but good question uh, yeah but at the same time ridiculous because uh, yeah. probably there is no secret sauce but mm. uh, his answer was well i try to adopt bottom up thinking mm -hmm. so he says well that means looking at a problem from build, building a no just dividing a problem into basic building blocks so what is a basic building block and then build it up from there so for instance when he wanted to have a rocket into into space, he asked himself the question, how can I, the only way I can make this work is uh, if I make the rocket uh, recyclable. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he built it up from there, instead of uh, adopting the conventions uh, and going uh, and, and adopt a sort of top-down thinking yeah. where, you, where you try to extrapolate ideas you have via uh, analogy, for instance, saying, okay, this is how it all, always works and we do it a little bit more different. No, mm -hmm. he, he, he did it the other way around. So bottom-up thinking, yeah. building blocks and build it up from there. So that is, to me, typically, uh, instead of, of aiming at something, uh, you start like a tinkerer with a building block and see where you uh, 
where it's heading you. So mm-hmm. you can almost say that the story of hope, where you go to something which is a big dream at the end of the tunnel, you go to you you fixate on curiosity and you start with 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 the beginning. And I see that also in how technology uh, companies behave at the moment. So if you look at uh, the big uh, super apps, you don't know where it's ending because they started off as, a, as an mm-hmm. image, uh, as, as a as chat service, and then right. they end up as a taxi service. And they don't, and literally Tim Cook said, when he was asked, Apple, why are you in the, in the, in, in the, in the health business? He literally said, well, we, we we started off with with watches, uh, and now it's on your risk, and uh, we'll we'll get to 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 um, a medicine a health app, and we see where that string leads us. In other words, Apple used to be this company that said, "Oh, it's everything. We do everything for the creative individual," mm-hmm. and now the CEO says. Well, we start something, we'll and I don't know. We'll ends. see where it ends. <laughs> yeah. So they start at the beginning. So yeah. it's a totally different kind of, you know, uh, uh, storytelling, but also uh, thinking. And I think that is, yeah. that has good things, of course, but it also has bad things because in this world of insecurity, people need uh, some sort of big dream uh, to reach for. But then, in in the same sense, uh, Elon Musk, of course, has the Mars dream. Is that yeah? Uh, is that yeah. then different? Than yeah, that's well. I, I'm not saying that they don't have a dream, mm-hmm. but the they the the fixation or the orientation is a different way they right. they they move their focal point to the beginning instead of the ending because you you hardly ever hear them again about this dream and of no. course you need dreams eh? so i'm not of saying of course yeah um, you know one of the i think one of the mistakes is that people um, mix up the idea of a dream with a goal mm-hmm. eh? so i think you need dreams Especially in these times, I, I wrote a book. I wrote a book. Wrote a book about hope uh, 15 years ago. So uh, because Obama came up, and mm. I, I was interested in that. Um, and if you look at people who are, you know, nowadays people say, "Oh, I, you cannot have hope because the world is such a big mess." And how can you change things? It's it's undoable to change things because, well, it's simply undoable. So yeah. if I can I can have a dream that that we have equality in the world and etc. So how do I move as an individual in that world where it seems that those dreams will never come true? And then I always say, is you, have, you, don't have to make, you shouldn't mix up dreams with goals. So a goal yeah. is something you want to achieve. So you, you, it's something which you evaluate on based on the result. And a dream, you should evaluate on the intention. Yeah. So you absolutely can do things that, that are not, that are, you, of which you know that they are impossible to reach. But as long as it is your intention, it's a good thing. So, yeah. so are you within the the big bank eh, that you work yeah. at? Are you are you the Elon Musk? Are, is is the no, bank I'm, dreaming? I, I, because no, of you? I'm I'm definitely not uh, no? comparing myself to Elon Musk. <laughs> no, no, but uh, kind of the persona. No, <laughs> well, the, well, the, the, you know, I've personally, I think it's extremely exciting to be in a bank. So uh, why? Because it's it's an institution. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to adopt a radically different kind of economic thinking uh, f- the next day, tomorrow. No. Because it has these obligations towards 
the regulator towards clients, etc. But at the same time, it needs to change. And for me, that's that's very interesting because I'm I, I put myself in this position of um, uh, limitations. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, I have this this machine, this incredible scaling machine, where that I can maybe change or help to change the world for the better. And that's to me is uh, uh, intellect, both intellectually and from an entrepreneurial point of view, extremely uh, exciting. And and but at the same time, it's of course a slow moving uh, yeah, and vehicle. Yes and no. Yeah. Eh? So uh, yes, it is. So you you, sh- you shouldn't have. Well, I mean, you can have the dream to change the whole bank, but yeah. to have the goal is uh, yeah. very uh, uh, frustrating. So mm-hmm. uh, so I, I make it small and look if I can make it small and build it up into something big, so build it out uh, into something big. So we have a few, I think, initiatives that are really uh, yeah, becoming uh, big at the moment. Um, so I, I, when I started, I was, I was well, last two years, I think, were, were I, I tried to, or we actually did uh, put uh, paper into practice. Mm-hmm. So we're now with uh, a lot of people, 22 nationalities uh, working all over the world um, in the domain of food and ag. You know, people know the bank uh, in Holland as a big uh, retail yeah. bank, but I, um, I have an international uh, focus. Um, um, so I, I would do a, a lots of, uh, I think, great stuff. I, I could never have the impact uh, if I would have a startup at this moment. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have the force behind you in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the wind, yeah. the wind also. And yeah. uh, if I then relate it back to you, eh, as, as designers, we know that we always ask ourselves, how might we, so that we, uh, it's a typical design thinking, start of a challenge, but um, we always like to make it a bit more uh, active and accountable mm-hmm. so that we usually rephrase it into uh, how might I so that we uh, how would you then position that for yourself that how might I so that we as a within the bank perhaps or as a person how might I how might I um, well to me I have this big uh, big well dream is a big word but Mm -hmm. how to feed the world sustainably that is so everything we do as an innovation, it's your moonshot, perhaps. Yeah, that's my yeah, moonshot. Yeah. So there is a, there's an tension uh, in it because we have to feed more people mm-hmm. than we do now, mm-hmm. and we have to do it in a more sustainable uh, and radically reduce our footprint, which is an extremely big challenge. So that is something. Everything that I do starts from that ambition. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I also want to make money for the bank. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be a think tank that only costs money because I know then uh, it's great and then yeah. I can give lectures you, you and can, then... They'll give you five years then. Uh, yeah, but yeah. and then I'll give lectures, but I, I didn't move the needle actually. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'm. How, how do I make that practically? Now, for instance, I think the Acorn project is a good project where we incentivize small farmers in the world to, um, to develop agroforestry, so mm-hmm. to put plants... Uh, trees on their land yeah. which is good for the soil uh, which is d- degrading uh, very hard at this moment so and at the same time we we measure the the, the growth of trees that they actually plant mm. and we sell that as a high qualitative carbon credit to companies that are very serious about uh, reducing their climate impact and we're extremely ambitious so we have 100,000 farmers there and mm-hmm. we want to go to uh, 5 million in a few years wow. um, which is which is extremely ambitious and uh, so we're building up this, this, you know, this ecosystem um, 
helping you know helping the of using the the, the assets and capabilities of the bank mm-hmm. so and this is one of the examples we have uh, five six other uh, examples um yeah and, and it's big fun and uh, yeah. yeah is it then unique to the rabobank that as a bank that that you also well in that kind of field yeah i well the point is when i started with innovation you know anyway if you look at banks and innovation what and innovation in particular and in general people people especially corporate innovation what yeah. what people tend to think is and do actually is they look outside so what they do is they go and invest in uh, in fintechs they go and 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 try to get a moonshot and mm-hmm. make it big and then put it outside of the bank or outside of the organization uh this is one uh perspective on innovation another perspective is uh, incremental innovation so we have a process and we are going to tweak it a little bit and then this process is going a better process so i don't the third the last thing you need to do so you need to uh, but i'm not interested in that no there are people who are far more better than that and i'm also not interested in the second one in the first one in creating something outside the bank yeah i'm interested in can I use the assets and capabilities of an organization at such a way that we can create something that changes this bank for the better mm-hmm. or this organization for the better? That means we use those assets and capabilities, for instance, in this uh, case for Acorn, uh, our contact with smaller farmers, the fact that we have a, uh, access to capital, to the World Bank, etc. cetera. Uh, we have access to big clients, uh, our expertise in food and agri, so mm-hmm. I use them. But at the same time, with what we're doing, I'm uh, strengthening and bringing new capabilities in. For instance, one of the things that we're doing is we invest now in uh, remote sensing capabilities. So I have satellite specialists mm-hmm. in the bank that mm-hmm. are extremely good at, you know, and world-class in uh, interpreting satellite data. Yeah. Uh, so this is to me how corporate innovation should work. Uh, and that means that a lot of things uh, you don't do. So the no, first thing I the first thing I came uh, the first thing I did when I came with the bank is stop a few of these initiatives mm-hmm. where I thought it, it doesn't tick those boxes. And uh, if you would have to then reflect on the transformational aspect of that of of this project. Um, is it then go, uh, leaning more towards the bank uh, making uh, it into a service that actually benefits the planet, or is it more community building that you do, it's, or it's both? It's, uh, yeah, it's it's bo- it's community building, yeah. and not community building as in uh, it's actually you know eighty uh, percent of the of the money that is. Uh, earned by selling the credit goes back directly to the smaller farmers. Mm-hmm. So it's they are benefit because it for them it's it's uh, it's serious uh, money that they, yeah. they they can earn. And at the same time, their soil becomes better. And at the same time, the earth becomes better. Because it's better for the earth because we are actually getting carbon out of the air, which is yeah. which we have to do anyway. So uh, it t- to me, I think. For me, designing because I'm not a designer, I see myself as a as a creative entrepreneurial right. uh, person. Um, and to me, but if you wanted to call it design, then to me, transformation des- design. Yeah, that's how we call it. Yeah. So to <laughs> me, it's 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 a big it's it's a alternative to uh, the compromise. Right. So in in. In Holland, we are very famous of the, the the Dutch culture. You know, we have a lot of people living on a small pl- small piece of mm-hmm. land, 
So you need to have some sort of uh, common ground uh, if you want to change something. So we're very used to put uh, all the different people uh, yeah. on one table and, and try to seek a compromise. And to me, compromise is how can we uh, attain a sort of a level of agreement where everybody says, okay, it's okay, we're, we're fine. Yeah. And to me, design thinking or design is something which goes beyond that and looks at how can I uh, turn the, the, the contradictory demands these people have into something uh, 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 new and to something mm -hmm. different. So how can I make contradictions productive? So, for instance, the smaller farmer has different demands and different interests than the big companies yeah, and then nice. the earth also. But how can I align those uh, interests uh, in such a way that uh, it works for, for everyone and not as a compromise, but as something uh, that uh, really improves uh, the, 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 the world of all stakeholders? And yeah. you can only do that if you're creative. You need an idea to align interests. So, yeah, um, yeah. so to me, that is, I think, design thinking. And as a bank, we are a cooperative. Mm -hmm. And I think a cooperative thinking to me is, is groupthink, but not based on sentiment, but on interests. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of groupthink nowadays, but it's based on sentiment. So I can, uh, you know, uh, we can disagree with a lot of things. You know, we have a different taste maybe or whatever but we can still say okay we have a, we have a same interest because we're neighbors and we want to uh, buy a solar panel together right. so uh, so overcoming sentiments and shake hands based on shared interests I think is is the way forward hmm. and this sounds super highly practical in a, yeah. in a sense eh? which is I think is is, is uh, one of the its strains of, of, of everything that you mentioned uh, on the on the other hand, it also almost sounds activistic, eh? and, uh, to a certain point. But then, um, do you think that kind of activistic attitude or portrayal um, sometimes for the communities feels like it's weird for financial institute to be activistic, or well, do yeah. those collide? Yeah, that's a good. Well, I, actually, I I, I I don't absolutely don't see myself as an activist. I see myself as a hustler more mm. than an activist. Hustler, <laughs> that's nice. So yeah. uh, you know, in order to to align interests, uh, you know, the moment I see myself as I I, I, I actually I hate the word activist. Mm. I need you need people like, but I I don't feel like an activist mm. because the moment you put yourself on stage and say I'm an activist, then you have to be uh, against something, right? Uh, and of course I'm like everyone but I, I think like everyone I have my preferences of course but yeah. I think overcoming differences is more my natural stance and my natural attitude mm -hmm. towards mm -hmm. life uh, and use differences to create something which benefits for everyone that's more my that, that's more how I am as a person Perhaps activator is a better word. That's a yeah. nice word. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, better. Yeah, huh? yeah, thanks. So, so if uh, of course uh, Rome wasn't built in one day, uh, mm. and, and 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 you always need to rally around people around you, and obviously um, you build communities uh, or you, you help build communities, but also within the, the Rabobank, who, who are you? You know, gathering around you and within the network, and you just said, I need to go to places where where they surprise me. W what yeah. kind of people are you surrounding I yourself have, with? Well, I'm blessed. I'm actually extremely blessed by the people mm. that are uh, in the bank and the, and the team that I have around, that I have around me. Um, 
they are very diverse. So I've always been, I started my career in advertising and it was quite, you know, yeah. I, I'm very much used to uh, have creative people, commercial people, uh, opportunistic people, idealistic people uh, in my team and, and work together with them because that's, I like the way, I like that friction mm -hmm. uh, and to make something out of that friction. So when I came to the bank, I, uh, of course, one of the disadvantages was I'm not a banker. So the first thing I do, I wanted to understand banking. But mm. so I had, I had people around me that are, uh, that know everything about derivatives, for instance, and, and stuff. So I've, I've typically people who know, know banking and they teach me how it works. I have data scientists. I have very introverted technical people. I have entrepreneurial people. I have, as I said, data scientists. When I started off with my strategy, I had uh, an architect also helping me to get a different perspective on things. Uh, so it's an, it's a, it's a really a great, interesting bunch of people. Mm. Um, 22 nationalities, so extremely diverse. Uh, diverse both in mindset, skill set, and uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, we're in the bank, so we're I'm, I'm I'm we're not some sort of strange entity outside yeah. the bank. Uh, we I I I'm in the management team of of, of the bank, and mm -hmm. I'm. You know, I'm working closely together with my colleagues in the bank, so I don't see myself. I think I have, I know I'm maybe a different breed, but yeah. uh, I still feel welcome. I feel very welcome. So are you the, the, the person they soundboard with mostly about uh, social issues, community? Well, no, I, I think well, the, the, interesting, they the interesting thing is that uh, when I came with the bank, is I said, I don't want to, I, I said to myself, I want to, I want to be a commercial person. Mm -hmm. So I want them to see me, of course, as someone who thinks differently. I think that is something yeah. that is, I think, my main contribution to the bank. But at the same time, as someone who brings in business. Uh, yeah. uh, so that's how I, I think they see me as well, because, yeah, that's how a bank works, you know. Uh, and if you want to be accepted in a bank uh, and if you want to change the system, you need sometimes... Yeah, you you have to be at the heart of the system. Mm -hmm. So that's why, for instance, I quit communication. I yeah. you, I, I started off in, in in communication and advertising, but I said that is not putting my in the heart of of no. of, of change. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're rallying from the sidelines yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we're almost out of time, oh, and um, it goes fast. Yeah. yeah, it goes really yeah. fast always. Uh, we can we can do another episode. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, of course, this uh, this podcast is called Dear Future. I'm ready. Mm. And uh, so we haven't promised our audience any answers. We always say that we are here to generate new questions. Well, mm -hmm. I think you did that. At least I have a few new questions in my head. So uh, thank you for helping plant the seeds for that. Um, but to close, we, uh, we really would like our guests always to end the sentence, dear future, I'm ready, and then end and add uh, what they are most ready for. How would you say, dear future, I'm ready? Uh, dear future, I'm ready to open up to open up wonderful well um we're open here uh, let's uh, enjoy the festival and wonderful that you uh, could take the time to uh, speak to us pleasure uh, roland pleasure. um we'll see each other soon thanks thank Thanks you so much me. for your time thanks. dear future 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 i'm ready this is dear future i'm ready 
their future, I'm ready.